Welcome to Balanced Hormones, Balanced Life Podcast. This is Dana Palmer. I'm your host. Thanks for joining me as I discuss all things to do with health, hormones, and everything in between. Hi, ladies. Welcome to episode 83. So today's episode, actually the next four episodes, are going to be parts of a class that I taught last week. For those of you that follow me on social media, you'll um, probably remember that I taught a class called a healthy gut in a week. And I spread it out over four days where I taught all of the tools that you need to really get your gut, any digestion issues, any basic issues that you have in the stomach area, whether it's constipation, bloating, extra weight, um, food sensitivities, pretty much anything that to do with the digestion process. Um, I taught you all of the skills that you would need to be able to create a healthy gut. So I've taken that class and I've uh, put the recordings into the podcast because I was getting so much feedback and so much uh, good stuff that was people were seeing change in their bodies so quickly that I wanted to share it here on the podcast. So what you'll hear this episode is day one where I will be covering the information and tools that you'll need to understand the connection between the brain and your gut, your stomach area. So I hope you enjoy and let me know if you have any questions. Otherwise, here you go. All right, we're gonna shoot this one again. Yesterday's class that I taught, the it didn't record, or actually it wouldn't convert when it was done. So this is day one of a healthy gut in a week, um, the, the class that I'm teaching. So what I first wanna um, make sure that everybody understands when we start this class is a lot of what I come from, uh, the perspective that I come from is a very holistic perspective. Um, the ability of the body to heal, things to change, all of that. And so when you're taking, when you're listening to this, I really want you to be very in tune with what's happening in your body. So if I'm talking about something and it's like somebody responded to the, um, told me about the first time that they watched the original class that I taught, um, there was some stuff I was talking about and they started to feel nauseous in their stomach. You just want to recognize that stuff and realize if you could make a note, what was I just talking about that made you feel that way? And so that we can come back to it because those things that really trigger us, those things that make us uneasy are the things that are, are that we need to work on. Those are the things that are causing your, your gut issues. And so um, that's just the first preface uh, I'd like to give. And also the second one is to make sure that you don't use any of this information to judge yourself, to judge others, to blame others, to blame yourself. All of this, we want to be able to open up our bodies and our minds to the possibility of healing, to just possibility of what could change if this was the case. And so making sure that we stay out of that with anyone, and I will remind you because it is something that comes up quite often. Um, I've seen it in myself, I've seen it with clients. So just being really aware that you're very likely, your body will want to go into um, blaming. So, all right, I think that was the beginning of that. All right, so those, sorry, let me fix some of that stuff. All right, so some of the, um, the, the first part I wanna talk about today is the mind and the body, the brain and the body connection. So being able to understand this connection between your brain and your body will change everything for you. But first I'm gonna give you a premise of how the brain and the body, what's going on in the brain and the body 
as you develop because it will give you so much into, insight into why your gut is doing what it's doing and um, why you're experiencing the physical symptoms that you're actually that you're having okay there's um, it'll make it just so much less about you but about like your physical body and how we can fix it all right so you can see here um when you're from the time that you're born to about 24 months your brain is in a delta brainwave state that's a very much slower calmer there's not a whole lot of stress your brain is focused on making sure that you're safe that you belong that you're fed right cries if i'm hungry cries if some stranger holds me very, very survival, survival mode. Okay. Um, at this time, this is when, as your body is looking to keep you safe and to be able to survive in this Delta brain race state, you're, it's very calm, but at the same time, your brain is looking to be sure as you're safe. And if it doesn't feel safe, if there's any sort of situation, trauma, um, things, and Actually, I want to give you a definition for trauma that I think will um, kind of change your, your mindset also. Trauma is just something that happens too early, too quickly, or too, um, too early, too quickly, or too rapidly. No, that was too quickly, too soon. But basically, all of us have had trauma, right? All of us have had like we were little, we saw a spider, we weren't prepared for it. So it happened too quickly. Like there's, our brain stores these things to keep us safe, right? So that next time we see us, we can be more aware if there's a spider. It, it, trauma does not have to be like this crazy event that took place. It's just something that um, really happened too fast or too early in our development, okay? So if we, in our development between zero to 24 months, any sort of trauma or experiences, right? We will, we can store, our body will store this as a fear, as being scared of something. That's why you see babies start to cry when they, a stranger holds them. Um, this, this fear can, fears can also turn into guilt. So if you um, are fearful because you hear your mommy yelling, but then you're kind of confused because you actually love this person, but you're scared of them inside of you as a baby, it's not conscious, but this, there's this feeling of guilt, like, Ooh, I don't know. So then maybe babies start to latch on stronger to their mommies to keep them safe. Like you really, um, if you look at this from a very primal perspective, you'll, you'll kind of see that. And then guilt can actually turn in, well, turn into shame. So if I'm the baby that's getting yelled at, or I'm the baby that's being neglected, right? I hear my parents fighting, so I'm in the crib by myself. Then that's when we start to develop shame. And shame is just those sentences that say, I'm not worth it. I'm not able to do that. I'm stupid. I'm like, we start at saying those sentences about us, but it's, it, we're building on, on these emotions, okay? And the reason what I want you to see is the important part is that during this time period, our stomach, our lower parts of our body are really starting to, to develop. And this is where most of our energy is focused in that digestive system, making sure we're fed, that we're eliminating our food. Um, and this is where the, those, that, these, hormones, these hormones, this is where these emotions are stored, fear, guilt, 
or um, shame all down in the stomach area, especially fear is down very low in the stomach area. So if your symptom that you're dealing with is constipation, then we know that your body has some, some fears that we, we really need to process and get those out of the body. Okay. And then the next, from two years to six, uh, two years to six years, as your lower stomach and the upper stomach are continuing to develop, becoming more solid with solid foods, things like that, obviously, you're in a theta brainwave state. So it's a little bit higher, a little bit faster of a brainwave state, a little bit more aware. But so as you become more aware, aware that shame can really start to set in. Um, we start to see that closer to the older age of six years is when they could start to say um, different, you know, maybe they start to doubt themselves, whereas earlier years they didn't doubt themselves. Also, um, this is where two-year-olds come in when they start to see that they have some will, they start to see, try to see their own power, they, they can feel that inside of them. Also, this is when you develop grief. So this is, you know, when you feel so bad about yourself or you feel something, it can actually make you sad. You feel grief. You, before this time, the little kids don't really understand grief quite yet. It's, they might cry and things like that, but it's not super deep as, it's, as if it's a type of grief or a type of sadness. And so again, this is your low, this is still your stomach area and it starts to move up, um, developing in the chest. So this was in your digestive tract, that would be your, um, you know, all the way through your esophagus is moving as we're following um, the body. Um, and then six to 12 years old, again, this is your upper stomach. We have more going on in your chest or the esophagus up to your throat, your mouth. And this is when you're in an alpha brainwave state. This is when you start to see kids and they start to be teenagers. They start to feel inferior from others. This again, if if there's if um, their surroundings, if their environment, the adults around them have um, there's just situations that happen, and this is when you see these negative emotions start to soar in the body. Um, role confusion, maybe they feel like they have to be the mom, they have to take care of someone. Um, and and as I'm saying this, I want you to think about yourself. Like where is your symptom, and which of these kind of sounds true. And we'll go into more depth about that. And then um, as you move on to adulthood, it's obviously all of the digestive system, but you're at, we, you and I are at a much higher brainwave state. We are on a day-to-day -day basis. We are in a beta brainwave state. And so as you can see, these are all much lower brainwave states. And so these emotions are stored in our brain in the lower, in these other brainwave states, these memories and things. And so what happens over time is our bodies start to just store them and have them on autopilot to, to be there to protect us, right? It's all about survival. It's all about making sure that we're safe. Well, what happens is if we think it enough, if we do that habit enough, right? If we see our parents fighting enough and then we clam up enough or whatever that looks like for you or for you, uh, you know, whatever it was, um, your brain just is so smart and your body's so smart. It's like, let's just put that on autopilot so we can conserve energy and move, you know, be able to take care of the rest of the body. And so, so most of these things we're not even doing that we're not even super aware of. Um, and so when you have a gut issue, which I'll show you in a second, you are, if you are coming at solving your gut issue from an intellectual level, that's going to be here at this beta brainwave state. 
And so if I have constipation, if I have diarrhea, if I have bloating, food sensitivities, the root cause of all of those is in a different brainwave state. So unless you are doing what it takes to get to that brainwave state, so that's, I mean, there's all kinds of things which we'll, we'll talk about, but there's, you know, meditation, you're taking time to quiet your mind, calm down, all of those kinds of things, listen to your body. Then any of the stuff that you try, the supplements you try, the books that you read, the new diets that you try, will, they might work for a little while, but they won't work long time or long term simply because they haven't allowed, you haven't tapped in and metabolized these emotions and been able to go in and tell your body, okay, we're good. You don't need to have that stored there anymore. So let me, um, this, this next page, I really help you a lot. Um, so here's our brain, here's our stomach, and um, th there's 12 cranial nerves that come from the brain down to the other parts of the body, and the nerves go off into other parts of the body, where the vagus nerve is the nerve that connects directly to the stomach. So what I want you to see here, this is so fascinating, and hopefully this will be a huge shift for you if you're dealing with the digestion stuff or gut issues, is that 20% of the fibers from this um this nerve, 20% go to the stomach and the rest of the fibers, 80% of them are for transmitting information from the stomach to the brain. So your stomach issues, if you're logically trying to figure them out, right? 20, that's only 20% of the problem. The problem is in the stomach. So you have to go to your stomach and you have to be with your body. You have to be with your stomach to understand what's even really happening. So when we go to read articles and we go and we logically figure these things, try to figure these things out, yes, there's an element of that working, but your individual situation is your individual situation. And so taking the time to understand what literally is my stomach telling me? What literally is this constipation doing? What, what is this bloating or these love handles? What is going on? And I'll explain that. And so um, I'll go into more detail in just a second, but what we want to see is like, as you can see those emotions that I was showing you, those different brainwave states are up here. And most of the time when we are trying to figure out what's wrong with our body, or especially with like, we're talking about gut issues, right? We are doing it from the beta brainwave state, which gives us no access to what's really going on inside of our body, okay? And so when I say that, and I'll show you on the next page, is this, this is, we need to calm down so that we can listen to this. And our bodies fool us most of the time we think if we're we, we are listening. I am going to the bathroom. I am taking uh, supplements. I am changing my diet. I am listening, but I encourage you to listen in a different way, which I will, I'll explain. So just really understanding how much information goes to your brain. This is why you can get brain fog. This is why memory loss, all of those things can happen if this is not in order. They're so far apart, but they're, they're a hundred percent connected. Okay, so... So um, gut health happens when the brain and the body connect. So when that flow of the 80% of those fibers is open and is um, allowed to process the emotions that are in your stomach, be able to 
recognize them. I have a three-step process that I work with clients on and really follow steps to investigating and listening what's going on in your body. And then going in and interrupting the way things have been, right? Since we were so little on those other pages and then installing new patterns, new ways of doing things. But you have to start with the investigation process. And so this is where you can come in with safety. It's just the same as when a little kid is screaming and crying and we're like, you could sit there and ignore him, but if, if you don't get to the, what they're actually asking for, they will just keep screaming and crying. And so that's what I want you to think about with your symptoms is if your stomach, if you started with one symptom, maybe it was constipation 10 years ago, and now you have a food sensitivity problem, your body was talking to you 10 years ago, and then you weren't actually getting to the root of the problem. So now there's an even deeper issue, right? Your body says, okay, well then we will limit the amount of food that you can eat. And it's just, again, it's a defense mechanism just to keep you safe. So that's, um, that's the premise of this. All right, so a calm mind is the quickest way to fix any of your gut issues. So as I showed you on that last page, we don't want a whole bunch of the information for coming from our brain to give us the information of what to do for our stomach. Our stomach is the one that has the information of how we can heal ourselves, how we can stop these digestive issues, these gut issues, right? So um, this allows you to access those younger files. So when we calm our mind and we quiet our mind and we're able to, and this doesn't always have to be meditation. This just means we, we need to have strategies for calming our mind, um, which I'll, I'll, I'm gonna show you some of those and through the week you'll learn this, but that's where we get access to those other brainwave states. That's where we get access to those files that have the information of um, what is actually stored in our stomach area. All right, so that's that calm mind. Um, and if you do meditate and you have digestive issues, I want you to just consider that maybe you're, we're, there's a way that we need to change it. Maybe there's a way that we need to get a, a deeper level. Maybe your brain is using the meditation against you. So just know that when I say a calm mind, if you do have do that regularly and you're still not seeing improvement, then there's, it's possibly not doing it. You're, you're, there's something that's, there's a missing gap. Okay. So being able to really quiet that. All right. So I'm going to show you a quick picture, a video of how, or video <laughs> of how the body actually naturally heals. So you saw these were the emotions that we talked about on the other page. So fear, stored in the lower lower digestive tract. So if you have hemorrhoids, constipation, you can't release all of your bowels, that's gonna be, we know that your body's dealing with some fear that's stored in its cells, okay? Um, then we have guilt that's stored in a little bit higher, the lower stomach, the ovary area. And then as you move up, we have shame in this upper area. So if you blow up here, we know it's a shame. There's shame stuff, gotta really look at the way we're talking to ourselves. Then that turns into grief. And then we have the inferiority of others or we think that we're less than others. We start speaking about um, ourselves like that, maybe not verbalizing it, but it's stuff that's coming up. And then um, up in the head, we have confusion and disassociation. 
All right, so those are obviously are all of the negative emotions that could be stored in the body that are causing um, any of this, your gut issues, okay? When the body heals anything, any for any, whether it's an injury, um, heart attacks, whatever it is, right? Something like that. There's always a process and it starts from the bottom. You have to start with overcoming the fear, understanding the fear, metabolizing the fear, investigating the fears. Then you move on to guilt, shame, and your body actually follows this process. So I've worked with clients who have had injuries and things down in their lower body or they're constipated. We start addressing fears, their bowels start moving. They start losing weight. Everything starts flowing better simply because there is now an open pathway. They're, they have purposely chosen to follow the body's process. All right, this is the, the exact process I do with clients. Um, there's, we follow my three steps, but I take them through the holistic perspective, the holistic way of working with your body, calming your mind, being able to allow your body to tap into its natural healing potential. Um, and this doesn't always look like sitting and meditating, right? There's could be a million different things, but figuring out what works for them, what, what I've seen work for so many clients as a holistic health practitioner, I have seen people from all different things, different areas, different places, different situations. And so often um, we are working to solve problems up here when that's only a fraction of it. If we start here, we start feeling, everything starts working so much better. So those of you who want a little bit more depth, um, this is something I always have clients check with or do, is figuring out which side of your body your symptom is on more. So if I'm constipated, do I mostly feel the constipation on my right side or do I feel it more on my left side? The right side is your masculine side. This is the side of your body that holds more of your masculine energy. To put it easily or more simply put, is this is where your body would store anything that would have to do, any memories, things like that, that would have to do with male, a male a male outside of you, maybe male stereotypes. It also has to do with your male, your male energy, right? Your more masculine energy, the way that you show up in that way. Your left side then being that more of your feminine side. So if you're experiencing more stuff on your feminine side, maybe you feel like one love handle is a little bit bigger on one side. We know that's your more feminine side. That means it could possibly have started with a female outside of you. Maybe you're more feminine side. Maybe you aren't feeling very feminine. Maybe you feel very manly. Maybe you feel um, too feminine, like, right? Like there's this balance. But giving that, and I, um, as we follow through, as I take you through some more of this, is gonna be able to show you that if you just listen to your body. So instead, when I have my bloating, if I put my hands on my body and I say, okay, this is the area of either shame or guilt, it's more on my right side than my left side. Did something just happen with a male, right? If it's on my right side, that's my first question. Did something just happen with a male? And just kind of thinking that through, what was I thinking? What was going on? What happened? And I'll show you that in a second. But being able to, instead of saying, oh, there's something wrong with my body, I can't, I just one, it's just one thing after the other. Instead of saying that, tapping into your body, putting your hands on your actual body, right? We talked about the stomach has more information up here in, about the stomach. So just putting your hands there and saying, what do I feel guilty for? What am I, do I, am I feeling shame right now? What is it? 
And like I said at the beginning, making sure that you don't go to a place of badgering, uh, judging, blaming, but that you literally are inquisitive. And that takes us to the next, this is the first step that I do with clients is you go in and investigate your body, what the physical, what is physically happening for a place of, from a place of understanding. You want to understand, not to judge. You don't want to go in there and investigate to judge, to critique, any of that stuff. You want to be able to go in, sit with my body and just get, that's it. I just want to understand what's going on. And again, don't blame, don't do any of that stuff, okay? So what I want you to do today, and I will send the worksheet out that goes with this, is that I want you to be able to sit with yourself, with your body, with your symptom that you came to this class for, and be able to ask yourself, put your hands on that part of your body. So if I bloat it up here, I feel gassy pains, I want to put my hands here, and I want to be able to sit there for a second and just think, investigate, when did this start? Was it after my last child? Was it 10 years ago, six months ago? And then ask, what was happening in my life? Okay, so this is all gonna be on that worksheet. So what was happening in my life at the time when this started? Did something bad happen? Was it a job loss? Was it the stress of the coronavirus? Like what literally was happening in your life? But sit there with it and be with your body like hands on the body, it sounds so crazy. I always tell people, you've got to become friends and talk with your body so it'll tell you this information. That's the biggest key. So the next one is then while you have your hands there, what is the main emotion that I was feeling when that was going on? Was it stress? Was I overwhelmed? What, what, what literally was going on emotionally? And then currently what emotionally is going on when I feel that that this symptom. So if I'm feeling bloated right here, what emotion does it trigger inside of me? Like, oh, why can't you take better care of yourself? You're the only person that has stomach issues in your family or, you know, like, what is it? Where does your brain go? Where do you go emotionally? Put your hands there. And again, just be with your body to see what the emotion is. Is it more on the left? Is it more on the right? Is there like something happening? Is it vibrating? Is it moving? Is it move up to your chest? Does it move down? Just really sincerely game with your body. And then the last question is like going to back to that, what is physically happening when I feel this? And again, does it, what does it, is it gassy? Is there movement? Is there palpitation? Does it cause palpitation in my chest? What is it that's going on? And then thinking back to this earlier stuff that was happening when you're, when you started getting that symptom, can you recall what was happening physically at that time? Was there, were you moving too, was it, was it too much movement? You couldn't go to the bathroom. Was there too much stress? You felt like you, you know, what was happening at that time? And so your brain might possibly tell you that it doesn't know the answers to these. That's not true, okay? That just means you need to sit there longer. You need to calm that younger story that's going on up here and allow those, all of those lanes that are going up from your stomach to your brain to have more access, right? To be able to allow your body to understand them. So the first step is just to investigate. So as you go through today, don't make it mean anything. Don't make it crazy. You just want to be able to say like, is there really a correlation between my, what's going on in my stomach and this? 
is there really a correlation between how mean I am to myself and my love handles, right? Like, is there really a correlation? And just allowing yourself to understand and be open to possibilities. And um, here, I think that's actually it for that one. So some of the questions that people asked yesterday is, can you do this process for love handles? And yes, 100%, sit with your love handles, put your love hand, hand on there, close your eyes, quiet your mind. It might take some breathing for a minute, but just if you really sincerely want to investigate it and understand, your body will give you the information. And then we're, the rest of the week, we're going to be talking about what to do with that information, okay? So you can do this. Um, somebody else asked on the, on the uh, call yesterday was, what if you have a medical diagnosis in your stomach? Regardless of the diagnosis, regardless of what's going on, this work will never lead you like be bad for you right so if i if i have diverticulitis i i want to do this work i want to see what caused my stomach to be so out of balance and so it can only help you regardless of what any diagnosis of um from the medical like the medical field so this is you allowing that brain and that body and that uh to connect to be able to allow for the most safety and healing inside of the body so um I don't think that there was any other questions. I think I covered all of that. Questions that people have sent in, I will for sure um, cover throughout the week as I do different topics. So the next class will be more on um, the emotions and the brain connection and what you can do about that. So you um, for sure send me any questions. Let me know um, if how this is, is going for you. And then as always, um, this is what I do. I have a three-month program. I work one-on-one -on -one with women that are dealing actually with any physical symptom. Most of the time they come to me with hormonal stuff, but they're wanting to reverse it and change things naturally. They've tried all of the other stuff and it's not working. And so they're ready to invest in themselves and really be able to go in and create the health and um, the vitality and the, the life pretty much that they, they want. So I will also attach a link for that. So if you are ready and want to uh, sign up get signed up so we can start a uh, just have a consultation. We're just going to talk, see what's going on with your body and how I can help you, what I uh, see and um, what's possible for you. So, all right, I'll see you in the next class. Bye.